0: Dave Neal. Happy Friday everybody out there. It's February 9th, 2024. We've got all of your entertainment and pop culture news bundled together in one very tight package here on The Rush. We've got All the news that's going to get you right where you need to be for today's water cooler storylines, including some Super Bowl stuff. Don't be caught dead on Sunday not knowing all the details of Travis and Taylor and Brittany Mahomes. She was named Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Rookie. Uh, We've got all the stories in one place. We've even got President's. We have Kobe Bryant. We've got surgical mishaps. We're going to give a little bit of everything to you. Have you been following this story about Bobby Altoff? Now, we've talked about it a few days ago. She's getting divorced from her husband of four years. She's the TikToker turned podcaster that's become a megastar so fast is her rise to fame that it looks like, unfortunately, her relationship couldn't bear the weight Of all of her meteoric success. Uh, She has a source now that says Drake is not responsible for the divorce and it's the rising fame to blame. This after, of course, there was speculation that her interview with Drake, which took place in a Hotel bedroom was, I don't know, the start of a cheating scandal. Well, actually, the sources say after doing this interview, you know, she flew to Memphis to, to interview him. And this is when her channel really blew up from a, just a random TikToker to all of a sudden, you know, uh, dabbling with Drake. Well, after that, he was in, he invited her to her concert to his concert, but only got her general admission tickets. Now, there's a TikTok of her that says, "Why does Bobby hate Drake so much?" And it's just her in general admission at his show. But that's kind of her shtick that she acts grumpy all the time. Either way, they had some falling out because he asked her to delete the episode, and she did. So when sources asked why they broke up. They say Corey actually filed, that's her now soon-to-be ex-husband, filed to divorce Bobby, which, again, this is crazy. She's got a three-and-one-year-old. It's a very simple explanation. Sources tell us her skyrocketing fame and his desire to remain a normie was the main catalyst, and that it had nothing to do with allegations of cheating, although we're sure he probably didn't appreciate how cozy she was acting with Champagne Poppy on tape. In any case, now you got the tea. That's from TMZ, so I'm not sure... How much we want to read into that. But hey, you know what? To be honest, TMC's is usually pretty good in their reporting. Um, either way, uh, Page Six reports Brittany Mahomes hits back at haters after making Sports Illustrated swimsuit debut. So Brittany Mahomes has two kids with husband Patrick Mahomes who will be taking snaps under center this Sunday for the Kansas City Chiefs against Brock Purdy's 49ers. You guys excited for this game? Or are you excited for the commercials? Maybe a little bit of both. I cannot wait. Oh, you know what I'm excited for? for cheese. There's always cheese. You can't go a Super Bowl without cheese. Cheese is on the pizza. It's on the charcuterie board. It's in the pretzel dip. It's all over the place. I'm going to eat cheese. I'm going to eat cheese, and then I'm going to break out with cheese-inspired acne. That's what you do. That's how you show love. All right, but either way, Brittany Mahomes claps back at the haters following her Sports Illustrated swimsuit debut. She says on her Instagram, I'm here to tell you, people will dislike you. People will love you. She posted on her Instagram story Thursday alongside a sneak peek of her sizzling shoot for magazine's upcoming 60th anniversary issue. Don't let any of that define you. Keep shining and being you. Well, good for her. You know, obviously it's been meteoric uh, luck for her (laughs) that all of a sudden she's besties with Taylor Swift. Hey, can't blame her. Someone had to be besties with Taylor Swift. So very exciting for her. And also on on the Kansas City Chiefs, we have Travis Kelsey. Says he never thought a friendship bracelet attempt at dating Taylor would lead to a romance. Hey, don't forget what Wayne Gretzky said. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Have a listen. I never thought it would have landed. I didn't even think it would have landed. I would have got a response from her. We're here and we're all happy. I know that. All right, so there he is. We're here and we're all happy. And what a smooch he will receive on the sidelines or maybe right on the uh, center uh, the right on the middle of the field if they win the Super Bowl. I mean, to be quite honest, I want the 49ers to win, but if there's any reason that I want the Kansas City Chiefs to win is so that on the rush hour we can talk about how much tongue is used in their makeout slobber session afterwards. Well, we've got uh, you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but one of my favorites of all time is Martha Stewart. I've always loved Martha What? I mean, she's friends with Snoop Dogg. She's, you know, she knows how to roll a blunt and also, uh, you know, bleach her duvet covers. I mean, she can really do it all. Well, Martha Stewart at 82 sets the record straight about using Botox and fillers. She says, I don't want to look my age. Here's a here's a clip. Everybody is so interested when they see a selfie of me post internet. Uh, so many comments are about my facelift and yeah. who did it and when did I have it done and all this and how much retouchings on the photograph. And I just want to set the record straight. Well, I don't. You... I never. I I don't think a lot about age, but I don't want to look my age. Yeah. Well, at all and that's why I really work hard at it. I work hard at my exercise. I work hard at my diet, which is a very healthy. A normal diet. I don't. I don't do fad diet. All right. So I mean, she didn't deny the plastic surgery, but really, who the hell cares? Who care? I don't want to look my age either. I'm 38. I want to look 28. Who doesn't? Don't we all? Are we all fighting the same fight? We're fighting that. The fight really comes down to this. I don't want to look my age, but I want to eat cheese on Super Bowl Sunday, which is going to win. I'm not saying eating cheese means I'm going to look my age, but if I was a little healthy, you know what I mean? So either, you know, you know what one thing I've been doing more of the last couple of years? I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water. You just can't drink enough water. Now, I know this is going to sound crazy, but Tom Brady says he doesn't need sunblock because he drinks so much water. I know. I don't. Hey, what do I know? I wear sunblock and I drink water. Uh, maybe we can have best of both worlds here but either way a lot of water and i'm just i'm just trying my best to cut out some carbs oh i know i'm going to get some comments from you telling me about my body type and why why i need oatmeal listen i'm just- I'm just look I have one piece of car but next thing you know I'm uh, you know giving hand jobs in a waffle house parking lot for some uh, maple syrup you know what I mean it's just a it's a slippery slope out there uh, with my addictions so everyone's different uh, but either way we'll move on from there how's that for a visual how about this I've got some uh, some uh, Kobe Bryant news that we'll get to how about that let's hear from Kobe Bryant's um, late wife as they honor him with a new statue uh, that and more right after the break. Uh, Southern California has received quite a bit of rainfall. The Los Angeles River raging this morning with over 10 inches of rainfall in the Santa Monica Mountains. What a good deal. You know, most of the time when I lived in Los Angeles, there was a drought. But I tell you, when the rain comes, it pours. Isn't that the saying? And they got this river, right? Everyone knows it, right? It's just that cement basin that uh, usually is just like a little sprinkling or there's a couple of weeds. Some people go fishing in there, which I think is disgusting. Uh, But... But either way do what you got to do here's a report of how the surging river is just doing its job the los angeles river continues to rage Uh, down through the L.A. metro. Flash flood warnings to the Santa Monica Mountains. And this had a flow rate approaching 40,000 cubic feet per second overnight. Many people say it's the biggest flow that they've seen in 37 years out here. A lot of flooding in the urban areas and especially in the Santa Monica Mountains where about 8 to 10 inches of rainfall happened last night. Rainfall totals up there could easily exceed a foot after today's rainfall as the plume of moisture with this atmospheric river is parked over the L.A. basin, including the L.A. Metro Uh, forecast models show at least one to two inches here. across. All right, so there it is, folks, a lot of rain. Hope everyone's wearing your hunter boots and staying dry. All right, from rain to a monster caught in Suburban Lake shatters record the world's longest goldfish, an enormous golden orange fish, torpedoed through the waters of a suburban lake in Australia. Gosh, why is it always Australia? I swear, I tell you what, Australia just has the craziest news. On the other side of the net was Duluna Hereth, a biologist- Um, who was catching fish from the lake as part of his efforts to restore wetlands in Perth. Um, When Harath examined the more than 100 fish he had caught from Blue Lake Park, he noticed something particularly unusual. It was the huge goldfish. The catch turned out to be what is now considered the world's longest goldfish. Uh, experts were surprised by the remarkable and fascinating catch the release said the discovery sheds light on the hidden wonders within our own backyard. they don't okay the catch measured a little over 20 inches long, which is nearly two inches longer than the previous world record world record. So how exciting a 20 inch long... Goldfish, I just don't know how they flush it down the toilet when it dies. How does that work? All right. I mean, I don't want, I don't, don't, first of all, I don't do freshwater for this reason. I don't do snapping turtles. I don't do giant goldfish. I just don't need it in my life. You know what I mean? Alrighty then. Well, let's jump into Kobe Bryant. A statue unveiled at Crypto.com Arena with two more in the works. Of course, we know he had a tragic uh, death, uh, obviously a few years back. Well, there was a speech, it appears, and I'm going to show that to you in a second. Vanessa Bryant also playfully said tough shit to anyone who didn't like the statue, considering it's exactly what Kobe wanted. So here's what she had to say.
1: goes without saying that today is an especially sad day for us since Kobe and Gigi aren't here for what is supposed to be an incredibly joyous moment in Kobe's legacy. I want to thank you all for being here and showing your love and support for Kobe and our family. I'm thankful for all of the fans, including those watching and supporting from home. Kobe has so many people that have supported him all over the world from the very beginning. And this moment isn't just for Kobe, but it's for all of you that have been rooting for him all of these years.
0: So can you believe it's already been four years since the devastating helicopter crash that killed Kobe, his daughter, Gigi, and seven others? Wild stuff out there. Okay, in other very morose news, uh, there was a special counsel report on President Joe Biden that was spoken about by Peter Ducey. Uh pretty nasty stuff was in this report including uh, that the president didn't remember when he was vice president and the report even says he did not remember even within several years when his son Bo died of course his son Bo died of brain cancer and just a wild accusation to make like like I mean look I understand I understand as people age we have this issue you know we should have term limits we shouldn't be having presidents I mean I, I think you know you, sh- you can't be a president before 35 maybe you shouldn't be able to run for president after 65. I don't know. A president should be making policies for the next generation, you know what I mean? There 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 but but with all that said, uh the stock market's the highest it's ever been. And look folks, I mean, you don't you don't lose the presidency. It's just historically you don't lose the presidency when the economy doing well, and even though it's been, I know, I know, some of you might leave the episode because I've just triggered you. Um, I think President Biden is too old for, to run for office, and I think pre- former President Trump is as well. But here we are, and here is President Biden responding to questions about whether or not he remembered his uh, the you know the years that his son, the year that his son died. I mean, uh, uh, you know, is there any sort of Uh, decorum left out here.
2: Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president. I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. How bad is
0: your memory and can you continue as president?
2: My memory is so bad. I let you speak. That's you, the, that's, you that's the, your memory has gotten worse. No, look, my memory is not good. my memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. Mr. President, Mr. president. Mr. president. Do voters have concerns about your age. How are you going
0: to assuage them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns? All right. So then we'll play one more clip for you. And I have to say the wild, the wild thing is, like, like, like I said earlier, I mean, you got to call, you got to call things out. Either, either political party, which I wish there were more, but because there are only two strong political parties, either one of them if there are efforts to sabotage the other side so that you could win an election, that's not working for the American people. So of course there's this border crisis issue that's going on and there's a bipartisan sort of, uh, uh, I can't say agreement because they're not agreeing, but they have worked together and made concessions and say, well, we want this for the border. Well, let's give them this and we'll do this. And A lot of the demands that, you know, that were presented were agreed upon. And then now no one wants to get the deal done because it'll come off as a, you know, it'll be used as a victory for the president in his reelection campaign. Very, very bizarre. But in response to whether or not it was right to ask the question about whether or not President Biden remembers his own son passing, here's the answer.
2: I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from our lady of Every Memorial Day we hold a service remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away. Or passed away.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just shitty. It's shitty all around. Um, you know, a lot of people play the the what what aboutism game. Well, what about the what? You know, it's just like I don't know. It's just a uh, it's a it's a weird time out there where. We're not trying to come together as a country. We're just trying to play to the very specific, strong-minded base uh, of, the, uh, of the primary. And we'll have to see how it all plays out, folks. All right. I got some news here that's not going to be good for us. surgical robots. Do we have any surgical robot fans? I'll tell you what. I'll, uh, I'll cover the story right after the break. These robots are supposed to be taking our job surgical robot burned fatal hole in Florida woman. Why is it always Florida? According to a lawsuit, a surgical robot burned a hole in a Florida woman's small intestines during surgery, injuring her and eventually causing her death. This according to a new lawsuit filed by her husband. According to the legal docs obtained by TMZ, Boca Raton native Sandra Sulzer passed away at the age of 78 following a procedure to treat colon cancer performed using a Da Vinci robot, a four-armed machine activated by a doctor operating a camera and a surgeon steering the robot's arms using a joystick and foot pedal. Now, look, I'm not trying to say, uh, like, I don't know what the batting average is for these robots versus the naked hand, but yeah, wouldn't that be wild? I always think of that with LASIK eye surgery where they remove the front flapper over your eye and it's like no nah, I don't think so I think I'm good no thank you I'll put, I'll put glasses on. Well, this season of The Bachelor, we have Lexi, who's uh, so far been a pretty uh, significant member of the show, of course, showing uh, Bachelor Joey her special skills as a makeout connoisseur. Well, now she's opening up about an invisible illness that saw her rushed to the emergency room. Bachelor contend- contestant Lexi B- Buchanan has opened up about this illness as she reveals she has a health condition that also affects one in ten women. Lexi currently featured on The Bachelor as she vies for the attention of current heartthrob Joey has spoken out about her experience having endometriosis. According to medical definitions, endometriosis is a condition in which cells similar to the lining of the uterus or endometriotrium, let me say that again, endometrium grow outside the uterus as uh, it, it can have symptoms including pelvic pain, heavy and irregular periods and infertility as well as affecting those that have it with fatigue, diarrhea, constipation, bloating or nausea. Uh, Speaking to Bachelor Nation, the star explained how her symptoms started early from when she was in high school and college when she would have painful periods. She described the symptoms as horrible pelvic pain, really bad lower back pain, and it continued to get worse and worse. After college, Lexi moved to San Fran but found her periods were still painful and her symptoms were beginning to get worse. She said, it got to the point where my symptoms were so bad that I would pass out at work from pain. I couldn't sit at a desk and do my job. I went to multiple doctor's appointments a week to try to gain an understanding of what was going on in my body. I was diagnosed with conditions that I never had. I was told that the pain I was experiencing was in my head and it was rooted in anxiety and depression. And then I needed to see a psychiatrist. All of this truly made me shut down and almost believe that my pain wasn't real. You know, I've, I've had to uh, sort of uh, witness this a little bit with my wife where a lot of doctors, like sometimes if they don't, if they can't see something in their charts or their blood test or whatever. They just think it's psychosomatic, which is really sad. I know a lot of women have to deal with this in a male-dominated medicine world where it's, uh, it's something that obviously affects women. And because of that, it, it in the past maybe hasn't, or in the present, hasn't gotten the type of attention it deserves. When she was finally diagnosed, she described the moment she was told she had endometriosis. It was the most emotional, validating day I've ever had in my entire life. After a surgeon listened to her and diagnosed her condition, surgery was performed to remove the endometriosis growth where the medical team discovered it had spread to her other organs. And I think one of the problems is until they go under the knife, they can't really diagnose it. Either way, she said, living with an invisible illness does not mean that you cannot live your life and you can't go after your dreams. Well, good for her. I mean, I'd love to have her on Driving with Dave. She's obviously... A fantastic story right there. Well, from one powerful lady to another, Caitlin Bristow talks about her new journey. No more low vibrational moments, only high vibrational activities. Uh, Here's what she had to say.
1: Everybody, I'd like everyone to know that I am on a mission. A mission. I'm on a mission to um, maybe bring you along with me of what in life is high vibration and what's low vibration and how we're gonna stay away from the freaking low vibes. I woke up this morning and I didn't look at my phone and I said a little prayer with my dogs and I turned on the song by Nappy Roots. It's gonna be, no, we're gonna have a good day. And I danced and that's how I started my day. That is some high vibrational shit. Reading absolute crocks of shit about myself on the internet, low vibes. Fighting it back, low vibes. I want to (laughs) live. What is in this fucking cup?
0: There she is. Caitlin Bristow says, only high vibrations and we love to hear it. That's right, folks. It's Friday. Wake the fuck up. I'm not kidding right now. You better have a good day. This is Nappy Roots singing "Good Day." For a good day to happen, you popping know? you your head or what? Let's go. You know, I, Five, I six, said, seven, eight. Yo, here we go, everybody! It's a Friday. Here we go, everybody! It's a Friday. Let's go, gonna get paid on Friday. Let's go. Bachelor Rush Hour is a podcast, top 200 on society. Okay, anyway, sorry guys, I had to ruin it. Uh, It was a good day till Dave started singing a cappella. All right, uh, folks, look, I've loved you and all of your support. It blows my mind. 200,000 downloads a month. That's what we're up to on the podcast. And I am taking you guys to the Super Bowl of podcasting. That's right, we are on our way. Uh, We are rising the charts. You're sharing with your friends and new audiences finding us. We've got non-bachelor content. We got good vibes. What does a good vibe mean? It means we are living our best potential, uh, choosing love over hate, and that's what the weekend is all about. And that's what we're gonna try to do every single day. So you know what you gotta do on behalf of all of my friends out there? Eat that goddamn cheese. Eat it like it's going out of style. <laughs> all right well i guess we'll be back this afternoon we'll really wrap it up here we'll have all of our paychecks cashed we'll be joining the patreon high vibrations join the patreon and we got so much more to get into but again don't forget albert einstein's quote he said you got to decide do you live in a friendly universe or an unfriendly one and we're having a good day in a friendly universe have a good one everybody We'll catch you this afternoon for our final episode of the week. Christina and Brayden will join us tomorrow on Driving with Dave. Stick around for that. You're going to love that conversation. Amen. Let's go. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash?
2: Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at D for upcoming stand-up shows. See
0: you tomorrow on the rush.